Spiral Dial Sci-Fi with the Soundscape Fancy seeing you here, Jessica. A distinctive Australian twang rang out through the room. It sounded dead and small, oppressive after the wide subterranean spaces she had got used to. The last time she had seen Ant, he had been transformed into a supernatural creature, stalking them beneath the earth. Now he seemed too small, insignificant. She placed one foot on the ground and forced herself to her feet. It's doctor to you, Jessica replied. Finn stood erect on her shoulder as she spoke, hissing in Ant's general direction. Put the light on at once and get me out of this filthy hovel. I do not expect this to happen again. As you wish, your ladyship, he replied. And with a click, the room was flooded with a harsh glare. A single bare bulb dangled from the ceiling. The room contained cage piled upon cage, all of them containing bedraggled-looking animals. Even with the light on, they did not make a sound, but cowered, shrinking back into the furthest corner, away from the intruder. The floor was covered with feces and urine. Seeing it made Jessica gag. How had she not noticed the smell? She hated to think the state she was in. wore a clean uniform in contrast to her surroundings. She did not dare look down, but she feared she was still wearing that same torn white shift she'd been given at the talent show. Well, it had been white at some point. She drew her shoulders back and took a deep breath. She was not alone. Finn and Pyrope stood with her. She would not cower to this pathetic man. Explain yourself, she said. I think you'll find their pleasure is all yours, he said. Michael, she's in here. The door sprung open and Michael emerged, brandishing a pair of handcuffs. Finn jumped from her shoulder as Jessica sprang into action. Fighting was second nature to her. She knew that she could easily beat this pair of weaklings, unarmed as they were. Anne's fist whizzed past her ear as she twisted to the left and landed her foot right between his legs. He doubled over in pain. She punched him in the side of the head for good measure, then moved on to Michael. He hung back, cautious, nervous, she shifted her weight from one foot to the other. Michael shook his head, grinning. He looked different. She remembered him being older, 
retirement age, a bit paunchy. This Michael was sinewy and well-muscled. She revised her expectations upwards. He would definitely give her more trouble than Ant. Fainting to the left, she ducked and rolled past him, hooking her right leg around his knee. He fell to the floor with a crash. Good, she thought, as she landed on her feet and made for the door. Don't you want to see your friend again? Michael said. His Irish accent remained equally charming, but she was not persuaded. There are no friends on board this ship. She half opened the door. Well, that's a shame to hear you say that now. And I'm so worried about you and all. What do you mean? She turned towards him. The blonde one. Seemed quite smitten he did. Still, there'll be one less mouth to feed if you don't want him. The blonde one. He must be talking about Morven. There was no one else it could be. She crossed the floor and grabbed him by the chin. What are you talking about, you filthy bastard? What have you done to him? Careful, sister. Pyrope's warning came too late. The handcuffs were already around her wrists. She pulled them apart, expecting to snap them easily, but these were no ordinary cuffs. As she pushed against them, she felt them pushing back. The harder she pushed, the tighter they became until she felt that her bones might be crushed by the sheer force of it. She pushed and pushed anyway, until her arms were screaming in pain. But at last, it was too much. She staggered backwards, her arms may be trapped, but her legs were free, and Michael and Ant still lay on the floor before her. She hooked a toe around the door and shoved it open. The outside bore a large, heavy bolt. She managed to kick it shut, driving it home. They were locked in. She heard a loud bang outside the room, then another. They were trying to force it open. How long would the door hold? She didn't want to find out. She turned and ran for it. A heavy thud beside her, followed by a swift padding sound, told her that Finn was coming with her. How could you be so stupid, sister? Pyrope said. Jessica had no breath to speak and the tingling in her neck was beyond annoying. The nerve of this mineral witch. She had to get out and up and away. Then she would give her a piece of her mind. The corridor twisted on and on. She remembered it from her night in Archie's cabin. The crew quarters, it was the same but dingier. There were no portholes. They must be in the very bowels of the ship. How to get up? She ran and ran until they found it. A tall ladder lay before her. A ladder. Stupid, stupid, stupid. How could you be so reckless, sister? Shut up, Pyrope. I'm only interested in solutions. How on earth would she climb a ladder with these handcuffs? She pushed and pushed against her bonds to no avail. Her hands were caught fast behind her. Maybe she'd get them over her head. She twisted and turned, but it was no good. She sat down on the deck and tried the other way. If she wiggled, she could just about pass her hands underneath her bottom. Now at least... They were in front of her. She looked back. There was no sign of movement, but she wanted to get herself up and out as soon as possible. She tilted her head backwards, gazing up the ladder. It seemed extremely high. She imagined that falling would mean certain death. As she hesitated, Finn jumped onto the bottom rung of the ladder and proceeded to climb it at top speed. Marveling at the cat's agility, she watched him disappear up into the distance. After several minutes, she heard some contented sounding meows come from the top. <coughs>
It seemed that he'd made it. Right, that's it. We are going up. Ignoring Pyrope's wails of remonstration, she placed one foot on the ladder, wedged her bound hands between the rungs in front of her, and started to climb. Up and up she rose until she reached the top. Reaching to pull herself over, she felt a heavy pressure on her wrists stop her in her tracks. A shoe. A highly polished, patent leather shoe. <laughs> 